Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast this week with me, your host, Anna Longstokes. Okay, I am back at it this week, and I am recording from the lovely island of Kauai, Hawaii. And um, I've actually been avoiding recording because there is never a quiet place to do this. There's a lot of chickens and birds and rustling leaves and wind. And then I was just like, you know what, what the heck, this is not a perfect podcast by any means. And so, you know what, you're going to hear some chickens, you're going to hear some birds and who knows what else. But I figured you all would rather hear this episode with some noises in it than not hear it at all. So today I am doing an episode about the 10 things that I wish I would have known when I started my business. And I've had a couple of businesses. Um, I had a coaching, just kind of more of a coaching consulting business. I had a couple of different beauty businesses. And now I am running this business, which is obviously uh, teaching clairvoyance and energy mentorship, as well as doing, uh, you know, more energetic consulting for other empathic entrepreneurs. So uh, this kind of runs the spectrum. I, I wish I would have known this. The lessons I've learned, some of them I've learned in one business, others I've learned in another business, but they're all things I kind of just wish I had known. And sometimes I have to learn them again and again. And it was really easy for me to write this list and it probably could be more than 10, but I decided to cap it at 10. So, um, this isn't only about the things I wish I would have known when I started a business. It's all, it's also about what I wish I would have known as a empathic entrepreneur, because I'm not just any entrepreneur and neither are you. You're an empathic entrepreneur. You're more of an energetically sensitive entrepreneur. If you're listening to this podcast. So the first thing on this list, uh, the first thing I wish I would have known is that the feeling is primary, but the outcome is secondary. So much when we are working on building our businesses, we focus on the outcome. We get fixated on an outcome. But what I have found is that the feeling is what's most important. And the outcome that arises from the feeling is what's most important. So let me give you an example if this seems sort of um, confusing is that um, I'm in the middle of creating, you know, I've been wanting to create this really amazing blended energetic business training for a while. And I kept focusing on the wrong thing. I kept focusing on the outcome. Like I want this many people in it. I want to make this much money. These are the things I will provide in it. Everything was so outcome oriented. And at the end of the day, it was totally not in the energy I wanted to create it in. And it, and when I thought about it, I got a yucky feeling. So I've kept putting off creating it because it kept giving me, you know, not the feeling. It was not the feeling I wanted to create it in. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've been in Hawaii a couple of weeks now and I just had this breakthrough about how I felt about it, about how I wanted the people in it to feel and everything started flowing. And it all started with, this is the feeling, the feeling I want the people who go through this to feel. 
the feeling I want to experience as the person who's holding space for this business development program and this energetic development program. And when that took the, the forefront, uh, when that became the primary focus, um, the outcome I know the outcome's going to be good. Like, I know everything's going to work out. I'm not worried about the outcome. The outcome's going to be exactly what it needs to be. And that's typically how it works for more energetically sensitive entrepreneurs. As long as they focus on the feeling and the the feeling being what it needs to be, the outcome's going to work itself out. Okay, the second thing is that um, you're going to say and do things that are going to hurt or offend other people. Uh, this is life and this is business and it's absolutely going to happen. And I just wish I would have, I wish I would have known that and had some grace with myself, maybe not beating myself up about that. And the caveat to this, which is number three, is that sometimes when that happens, sometimes it was avoidable, you know, sometimes it didn't need to happen and there was a lesson for me to learn in that. But other times it's exactly what needed to happen and exactly what needed to go down because sometimes that's the lesson the other person needed to have. And sometimes we are the delivery method that the lesson comes in for that person. And if you're someone who's had a contractors or a team, sometimes you're put in that position where you're the bad parent, you're the bad cop and you end up in that role. And like I said, if, you, if you've been the leader before, that's going to have happened to you. Um, so you're going to do and say things that people aren't always going to like. And if you can just know that, and then when it happens, it's just, you just kind of know. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, of course that happened. <laughs> that's going to happen when you run a business. You're going to piss people off. You're going to hurt people. You're going to offend people. Like It's going to happen. And it doesn't mean that there's not a lesson to learn. It doesn't mean, you know, that you have to behave like Donald Trump about it and blame everybody else. There's a way, obviously, to learn and grow from all of this. But I, I do know that empathic entrepreneurs tend to beat themselves up about this or they tend to avoid uh, creating boundaries or even creating the business in the first place because they're so afraid of hurting others or offending others. And so I think this was a, a couple of important ones to put down. So number two is you will say and do things that will hurt or offend others. This is life. This is business. And number three, when you do that, sometimes this was avoidable, but other times it's exactly what needed to happen for this other person to learn the lesson that they needed to learn. Okay, so number four, you really need to enjoy what you're doing to make money. I've really noticed this in my years of working with empathic entrepreneurs is you're not the type of people who uh, just go and make money doing things you don't like. The more in touch you are with your energy, the less likely you are to make money doing something that you don't like. Maybe you can get away with it if you have a job you don't like and you're just kind of like clocking in, clocking out. But if you're creating a business and trying to run a business and you hate it, you're likely not going to be making much money from it. Um, so that that's a lesson. <laughs> um, that's a lesson I wish I would have known. There was things I tried to start that I kind of just went into it going, oh, well, like I'm good at this, so I should probably do it because I'm good at it and I could make money, but I didn't enjoy it. And so I kind of go down this road for a little ways, waste some time, waste some energy, and then just go, what am I doing? 
So I kind of just wish I could like the, the, the me now could go back in time and tell the me then like, Anna, like you don't enjoy it. What are you doing? Don't do it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have listened, but I, I wish I could tell, I wish I could tell the, the younger Anna to not waste her time. Okay. And then there's a caveat to number four, which is number five, which is you also have to have a plan in place to make money. Don't just rely on enjoying what you do. I see this a lot with empathic entrepreneurs where they're like, oh, I just love it. Like, I just like it so much and I like helping people so much. So, you know, I'm not too worried about the money. And this really ungrounded approach to planning uh, financially um, and sticking your head in the sand around finances, um, you know, that's 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 not great either. And I have found that uh, usually when people are doing that, they're avoiding actually working through the energy that they need to work through with money. Pretending that it doesn't exist or you don't care about it is not going to make whatever lessons that you or energies you need to work through around money magically go away. Uh, it's not going to make them disappear. You know, if you're in the middle of the desert and there's a storm coming through, sticking your head in the sand isn't going to make the storm disappear. It's just going to make it so your head's in the sand as the storm goes through. So same goes with your finances. So you have to have a plan in place, um, not just enjoy what you do. So number six, uh, I wish I would have known starting out that like making money isn't bad. Um, I had to work through a lot of energy that I call these broken healer energies um, where I just thought it was bad for me to, I didn't think it was bad for me to make money. Like I had no problem going to a job and making money, but I had a lot of issues making money doing things that I enjoyed. I had a lot of issues making money, giving healings, giving readings, um, just pretty much anything. If I enjoyed it, I felt like I shouldn't be accepting money for it. And I've had to lock, walk, um, work through a ton of a ton of energy related to where did that come from and why was I buying into that and what did I need to do to work through that. And I see that uh, a lot of empathic entrepreneurs have a similar relationship with uh, money. Okay, number seven, I had to I had to get a lot more comfortable describing what I do to others. Um, sometimes it's easy as empathic entrepreneurs because we're so intuitive. It's easy to assume that people intuitively understand what we do, and therefore we don't really have to be good at conveying or describing it. But oftentimes it's those people that we talk to. You never know when your Uber driver, your cashier, or that person at the cocktail party is going to be your next client. If you can't summarize what you do into one or two sentences and you can't say it in a way that's intriguing or exciting, you're, you're likely cutting yourself off from a potential flow of clients. And so um, it took me a long time to get comfortable talking about what I do. And it's always evolving because like I said, I've had many businesses. I'm still working on getting comfortable because I've had many iterations even of this business. You know, we're in Hawaii right now. We're visiting friends and family of my husband's and I'm going, they're going, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, that's a good question. I'm a, yeah, I'm a meditation teacher. Like, are they, 
hmm, what's this person like? Are they going to think I'm crazy if I tell them I teach clairvoyance? Like, okay, I just got my clinical license. Do I mention the fact I'm going to be doing a therapy practice? Like how far, how far down this road do I go? So I'm not saying you have to have this figured out, but I am saying if you do have an established business and you still don't know how to talk about what you do, you know, figure it out, figure out how to talk about what you do. Don't just take for granted that everyone as, is as intuitive as you are and that they can just figure it out. Um, number eight, I wish I would have known that it was just okay to change my mind and change my direction and to not have to feel bad about it and feel like it was a character flaw. I have never not changed my mind or changed my direction. I've always had to follow that. I've always had to follow my heart. I've always had to follow where the energy has led me, but I've also beaten myself up so hard about it and given myself such a hard time. Um, I wish I would have had more grace with myself. It is not a character flaw if you change your mind and you change your direction in your business. It's often a desire for innovation, more innovation or creative expression. So if you have recently gone through a change of direction or you want to go through one and for some reason you're beating yourself up about it, don't. Um, there's no reason to. There, There's some energy in your space that is telling you there's something wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so number nine. Um, I wish I would have known not to take it personally. Um, you know, there's going to be clients who say they're going to hire you, who, depending on what business you do, maybe they take the free thing, they take the free call, they tell you you're the next person they're going to hire, and then you see that they just hired some guru online. Um, that charges three times as much as you do. Uh, you know, everyone has their own journey. They have their own lessons to learn. And you just have to trust that it's all going to work out for the best. So don't take it personally. Um, we all have our own lessons to learn. Like I said, we, you know, we, I believe the clients who do show up and work with us, they're the ones who are there to work with us for a reason. So just try not to take it personally. And sometimes you dodged a bullet. You know, there's times where people have ended up not working with me and I'm like, you know, when I look at the, you know, the group dynamic, it's really good that that person ended up, you know, not, not making it into the group program. Like I thought they were going to like, you just never know. Um, so sometimes count your blessings, you know, and just be like, great, that's, that's awesome. So don't take it personally. And then number 10, uh, collaborate if it feels right. But, you know, you don't have to do things in your business. Like I see people who sometimes have a lot of people on their blog or their podcast and sort of share their, their space, uh, their business space that they've worked really hard for because they think they just sort of have to. And if that feels right for you, then do that. But if it doesn't feel right for you or aligned for you, then don't do that. Um, there's going to be, I've been in business now. I mean, really, I ultimately started my first, my first real business probably around 2009 or 2010. And I've always been running some type of business ever since then. And so I guess that's what over about, that's about 15 years. There has been so much differing advice 
out in the world since then about this, that, this marketing, that marketing, do this, don't do that. And I just have to say at the end of the day, you really just have to kind of do what feels right for you. This is where I am all about empathic entrepreneurs. The number one principle, my book, my book's coming out soon and you're going to, you're going to see this, the number one principle for success for empathic entrepreneurs is just all about alignment. What feels aligned to you. If sharing that space, if doing a lot of collaboration feels aligned to you at a certain season in your business, then my gosh, go for it. But if you're doing it because some coach or guru online has told you that you need to do that and it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Um, Listen to what feels right for you. I have hired a lot of coaches over the years and, you know, I did things that didn't feel right And they always backfired or like nothing ever came of them. And then I was like, why did I do that? Like, that was so stupid. It wasn't me. Um, So, so the, the, the me now wishes I could have told the me then like, don't do it just because your coach told you to doesn't mean that you have to like, ultimately you are responsible for you. You are responsible for your actions and you have to do what feels best for you. Okay, so that's all I have for the podcast today. I wanted to make a couple of announcements, which is that we have only about a little less than two weeks left for enrollment for my Everyday Energy Management 101 class, my amazing four-week class where you learn to work the basics of energy. We do things like create energetic boundaries, um, learn tools so that we can clear foreign energy from our space. Uh, do a lot deeper grounding uh, methods and learn how to create energy with our spirit so that we can bring in our goals and desires with a lot more ease. So that is coming up around the corner. This is a live class. It's going to be held on Fridays starting February 16th. You can find that on my website at www.analongstokes.com. And I wanted to announce that I will be launching my Aligned Business Entrepreneur Mastermind. And that's going to be launching in March. And the first month's going to be free. And I'm going to be bringing out more details about that soon. And it's going to be geared towards more energetically sensitive entrepreneurs who are looking for that beautiful fusion of a supportive community where... We're going to have a little bit of energy work, a little bit of reflection, a little bit of strategy, and just a lot of support to help one another out as we continue on our business building journeys. So if you're interested in that, just make sure you're on my mailing list and you'll get the email and you can sign up for free for that first month in March. And if you want to continue on, awesome. It's going to be at a super affordable price point. Um, So I encourage you just to make sure you're on my mailing list. Again, you can check that out on my website. Okay. I hope you all have an amazing week. I'm going to try to be back next week for another one, but if not, I will see you soon. In the meantime, keep creating.